0: Endocrine system drugs, antihyperglycemics, oral. Antihyperglycemic medications are used for glycemic control. Maintaining appropriate blood glucose levels in patients with hyperglycemia is important for minimizing the risk of acute symptoms, long term complications, and mortality. There are many physiological causes of hyperglycemia, so multi drug regimens may be required to control blood glucose levels. Biguinides, metformin. Metformin is considered the first line of treatment for type 2 diabetes. This oral medication is the only anti-hyperglycemic with the evidence for decreasing premature mortality independent from glycemic control. Metformin acts as an insulin sensitizer by reducing hepatic glucose production. Metformin is contraindicated in patients with heart failure and creatinine clearance less than 30 millimeters per minute due to risk of life-threatening lactic acidosis. Sulfonylureas: ureas, globuride, glipizide, and glimepiride Sulfonylureas increase insulin secretion by stimulating pancreatic beta cells. Beta cells may become sensitized to these medications over time, eventually resulting in failure. Sulfonylureas may cause hypoglycemia, so dose initiation or titration should be done conservatively. Due to the risk of drug accumulation in patients with renal impairment, gliburide is not recommended and glipizide, glimepiride. Should be used with caution. These drugs are associated with weight gain and an increased risk of cardiovascular death in patients with coronary artery disease. Sodium glucose cotransporter 2 inhibitors. SGLT inhibitors promote glucose excretion by blocking the reabsorption in the kidney. In, in addition to lowering blood glucose, this class may also promote weight loss and cardiovascular benefits. The use of these medications is limited by risks, including general, genital infections, urinary tract infections, increased risk of bone fracture, uh, euglycemic ketoacidosis, that's ketoacidosis with a normal blood sugar, and necrotizing fasciitis. has also has a black box warning for a two-fold increase in the risk of lower limb amputation. Theazo, lid, and TCDs activate nuclear trans- transcription factor PPARY, resulting in increased insulin sensitivity. Both drugs are con- contraindicated patients with a class 2 or 4 heart failure due to black box warning for increased risk of heart failure. This drug has a second black box a warning for increased risk of myocardial events. Other adverse effects may, or may limit utility in practice, including weight gain, edema, and increased risk of, fact- of fractures. Dipeptolol Peptase-4 inhibitors. Glyptins stimulate insulin release and decrease of hepatic glucose production. Mild adverse effects include headache and upper respiratory infections. Serious adverse effects include acute pancreatitis, urinary tract infection, extremity back pain, or osteoarthritis. Glyptins do not have any cardiovascular benefits and may increase risk of hospitalization or for heart failure. Maglinonides. Meglinoids similar to sulfonylureas stimulate insulin secretion by pancreatic beta cells. This means patients may develop tolerance to these medications over time as seen with sulfonylureas. Meglinides, unlike sulfi- sulfonylureas, have short duration of action and primarily affect postprandial uh, glucose level. This means patients should be instructed to take meglitinides prior to before meals up to 3 times per day. Reglenolide has a similar glycated hemoglobin A1C lowering abilities and hypoglycemia risk due to ureas, while neglenotide is not as good at lowering A1C but lower risk of hypoglycemia. Alpha-glucosidase inhibitors. These drugs include intestinal, alpha glucosidase, preventing breakdown of carbohydrates into simple sugars and ultimately resulting in post-prandial blood glucose. A carbose is a generic and commonly used. However, it is contraindicated in patients with the following cirrhosis, colonic ulcers, intestinal disease, obstruction, inflammatory bowel disease, ketoacidosis. This increased presence of carbohydrates within the intestines results in many of the GI side effects seen with this medication class. Antihyperglycemics injectable glucagon-like peptide one receptor agents these medications mimic androgynous glucagon-like peptide one resulting in a variety of effects stimulation of insulin secretion enhancement of insulin sensitivity secondary to weight loss slowing of gastric emptying and endogenous glucose production this drug also produces cardiovascular events and mortality for high-risk patients within three to five years. Nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and hypersensitivity reactions are the most common adverse effects. Amyelin mimetics. Pramlitidine is a synthetic drug of human amylin, inhibiting high glucagon secretion and reducing the rate of glucose absorption by slowing gastric emptying. This medication should be considered for patients receiving insulin for type one or type two diabetes. There is a black box warning for severe hypoglycemia, so proper insulin adjustments should be made if initiating concomitant pramlintide. Contraindications for pramlintide include gastroparesis, drugs that stimulate gastrointestinal mot- motility, poor compliance up to insulin therapy, or blood glucose monitoring. Insulin. Endogenous insulin, act, endogenous insulin acts to move glucose out of the blood into the cells, resulting in decreased serum glucose levels. There are two groups of exogenous insulin used for hypoglycemia, human insulin and insulin analogs. Human insulins include isophane insulin and regular insulin, and analogs include insulin aspart, lispro, and glycine, detemir, and glargine. While human insulin is more affordable, insulin analogs act more similarly to endogenous insulin produced by the pancreas. The different types of insulin vary in their, in their onset of action, the time to peak effects, and duration of action. Drugs for hyperthyroidism. Th- thiomides such as carb- ma- carbamazole and this other drug inhibit thyroid peroxidase and interfere with the formation of thyroid hormones. Carbamazole is a prologue Prodrug drug metabolized to the active metabolite thymazol. As there are two thyroid hormones stored in the blood and the thyroid gland, the onset of action can vary between, from 3 to 12 weeks. Generally, carbimazole and thiamazole is preferred to this other drug as it has a longer half-life and lower risk of hepatotoxicity. Hyodines at high concentrations activate the Wolf chaikoff effect, an autoregulatory phenomenon suppressing thyroid hormone synthesis and the release of thyroid hormones. Drug for hypothyroidism. Levothyroxine is a synthetic form of the thyroid known as thyroxine, T4. Levothyroxine is commonly used for oral replacement therapy in the treatment of hypothyroidism. It has, a, it is, has poor and variable oral bioavailability that can be decreased by age, foods, and certain drugs. Typically, it should be taken with water only on an empty stomach, 30 minutes to one hour before food, one hour before taking food, soya, milk, coffee, or bulk-forming laxatives, and four hours before iron or calcium supplements or antacid. The major adverse effects are due to the risk of hyperthyroidism on overdose. Risks include cardiac arrest, hypertension, palpitations, tachycardia, anxiety, heat intolerance hyperactivity insomnia irritability and weight loss long-term effects of high doses have been associated with increased bone reabsorption and reduced bone mineral density especially in postmenopausal women Lyothyronin is a synthetic form of the thyroid hormone t3 liothyronine is administered intravenously and orally for the treatment of myxedema the uh, oral ly- Lyolithorone uh, is also sometimes used in combination with levothyroxine for chronic replacement therapy for patients with persistent complaints impacting their quality of life after levothyroxine alone. However, the benefits and long-term safety of combination replacement therapy maintain inconclusive.